All right, and welcome to another episode of the Horror Hour Podcast, the show with two horror authors discussing all things horror and horror. I'm Zach Bohannon, and with me, as always, is Jay Thorne. How you doing, man? What's up, man? Not much. Digging your change of scenery. Yeah, I uh, I moved from all the way up in the attic to all the way down in the basement because it was way too hot up there. So uh, <laughs> so I brought the rig down here. The lighting's not as good, but uh, I'm not sweating my ass off, so that's a good thing. Nice. Man, you guys are always complaining about snow and shit up there in Cleveland. Now you're yeah, all of a sudden I'm, you're hot. No, you're right. I'm not really complaining all that much about it, so you're right. <laughs> yeah. This room I'm in actually gets really, really hot. Like, I mean, I have air conditioning, so I can't complain because your attic doesn't have air conditioning, but like it gets really hot in here. So like I purposely left like a baby gate up all day while I was at work and like left the door open so it wouldn't get hot today. So um, yeah, I'm sure the audience just loves us talking about this. So <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, so anyways, uh, so man, so what, uh, you've been reading anything cool or watching anything cool or anything cool you want to talk about or, well, I do have something that's kind of cool. Um, as of taping today, uh, the new book, my new book came out with, um, myself and Glenn James, the dust first book in the Dustfall series. And, uh, last time I checked earlier this afternoon, it was about 1800 paid on the Amazon chart. So, I'm really thrilled about that. It's something we've been working on for a long time. And, um, you know, finally we got it out and uh, seems to be doing well so far. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, I read a good chunk of it and uh, I'm not done, but I'm I'm a good chunk of the way through. And it's a it's a it's a really it's a good book. So um, so everyone should definitely, definitely, definitely go check that out. So, nice. yeah, yeah, for it's, sure. It's cool. For sure. So, um my thing cool um, is because like I could talk about Stranger Things, but we're going to have a whole episode on that. So at some point, but uh, that's been the really cool thing I've been watching. But uh, yeah. my thing's kind of a promo thing, too, but it's not for me um, uh, today. Uh, and I wish I had a physical copy in front of me, but uh, one of my really, really good friends, um, he is in a country rock band called the Cadillac three that's on Big Machine Records, which is like one of the biggest country labels. Nice. Um, and uh, their new album dropped today called Bury Me in My Boots. And I'm typically not a fan of modern country, um, but these guys are awesome. Like they're not your typical Nashville country band. Like they have a lot more of like a rock and a groove feel, like really heavy riffs and stuff. Um, and they write their stuff, like which is very different. Like these guys, the guys in the band uh, are actually songwriters and have written number one hits for like Keith Urban, Dirks Bentley, um, the lead singer just, uh, wrote a bunch of stuff with Steven Tyler for his record coming out from Aerosmith. Um, so, uh, they're, they're songwriters and their stuff is, uh, is, is awesome. So, nice. um, people should check that out. It's like I said, it's called uh, bury me in my boots by the Cadillac three. So shout out to my buddy Kelby. Um, so, uh, he plays steel guitar in their band. So they're cool. th- rock, rock and three piece. It's just a guitar player, uh, a, a lap steel and a drummer. So it's nice. really cool. All right. So, so yeah, so go, go pick that up. So, um, and above, before we go into the topic and today is going to be a news show. So today we're going to, uh, Jay went through and picked out some, some good news. There's been a lot of stuff going on in horror lately. So, uh, you know, there's some, we picked out some, some new stuff that kind of piqued our interest and, 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 you know, with us, but, uh, but before we go into that, um, we actually have some kind of, kind of cool news. Um, we have officially sold out and we have a sponsor. So yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but no, so the show, the show does have a sponsor now, uh, which, which is really cool. Um, we've partnered up with uh, crystal Lake publishing. 
So a uh, really, really cool small press that does a, a, bu- a bunch of great horror stuff. Um, so kind of each week we'll be, we'll be telling you about kind of something different they have going on. And uh, so for uh, this week, um, we want to tell you about Gutted, uh, which is a new uh, short story collection they have out, which has been ta- dubbed Beautiful Horror Stories. That's the that's the subtitle. And uh, man, there is some talent in this in this collection. Um, uh, Clive Barker, maybe you heard of him. Neil Gaiman, uh, Ramsey Campbell, uh, John F. D. Taff, uh, Damian Angela. Angelica Walters, sorry, uh, she's awesome. I read some of her stuff, um, and a bunch of others, including um, uh, two former guests of the show, uh, Paul Tremblay and Josh Mallerman. Uh, both have right. both have stories they, they wrote for Gutted. Um, but uh, but yeah, so that that is available on Amazon. Um, I know you can get the ebook. I know it's in Kindle Unlimited and stuff on there. Um, and uh, yeah, so de- we'll have that all in the show notes, uh, and uh, definitely, definitely check it out. I've I've started, I've read a few of the stories in there, and it's it's awesome. So yeah, me I mean too. it's Clive, yeah, Clive Barker and Neil Gaiman and Paul Tremblay. I mean, look at the names. I mean, you know, so so I don't I don't really know how you lose with that. So no, and I think uh, too, it's it's worth a quick mention since this is the first sponsored episode uh, that we have been approached by by other organizations and people and. Um, and we haven't taken sponsorship and that's because it didn't quite align with what we were doing. And so I think it's important to note that, um, you know, Joe at Crystal Lake is a great guy and what they're publishing is exactly the kind of stuff that we read. And it's, um, it's, so it's a really authentic sponsorship. Like we, we really want to help them out and they're helping us out by helping to defray some of the cost of the show. So, um, it's, it's a really good partnership and, uh, and I'm really thrilled about it. For sure, yeah, we're we're really excited about it. Um, yeah, couldn't couldn't have said that better myself. So uh, so yeah, so go check out Gutted. Like I said, we'll have the we'll have the link in the show notes, and uh, yeah, so there you go. So Jay, um, you want to jump in the first news story there? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, let's see here, what do we got? All right, so this first one uh, is uh, from our friends over at Bloody Disgusting, and the headline of the new story is new posters for the strain season three are all about lady liberty so uh you know the strain is on fx and uh you turned me on to the strain uh no spoilers though because i I just finished season one so i don't i was gonna ask how far you've gotten yeah yeah i finished one um but season three comes out august 28th and so uh these promo posters have come out and uh and they're really tying into to lady liberty so uh, I know you're a little further on watching than I am. So, uh, what are your thoughts on this, and uh, what do you think of the posters? Well, yeah, I've uh, like, I, I mean, I've watched uh, the first two seasons in their entirety, but I've also read the books. So, um, <clears throat> and so I'm really excited for the third season because <laughs> they kind of seem like they're going this one way. Like they let the again, I'm not going to spoil. Don't worry. But the second season ends like with them setting up some stuff where I'm just like, okay, this is going to be the show is just going to get like way better. Like it, it already is. And um, the, the strain is already like for me, <clears throat> like I think it's a way underrated show. Like, and, and it's, it's, it's probably my second favorite show on television right now uh, next to game of Thrones. Like I like it better than the walking dead at this point. Oh, um, wow. Personally, I, I really do. Like I, I, I love it. So um, I hope it's one of those shows that gets more attention, but at the same time, like, 
I don't think it's going to be a show where they're going to stretch it out. Like I think that they have a pretty set number of seasons they want to do, and then they're going to – it has an ending. Um, And I want to say – I think they're going to go longer than three. It might be four or five. Um, But the posters, man, are cool. Like actually I saw um, uh, Paul Tremblay, um, who we talked about a minute ago, he – uh, was at Comic Con and and they had they were doing a promo on like the side of a hotel, and they had one of those posters on the side of a hotel like taking yep. up the whole like and it was awesome like, um so the 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 posters are, are are really cool and you know I think they may signify kind of kind of what's ahead so, um we should probably do a show on the strain at some point like especially once yeah. you get caught up a little bit. Um, and, uh, and, and so we can, you know, kind of set up the third season, uh, you know, around the time of starting. So, yeah, I, I agree. And I'm glad you turned me on to it because, um, I hadn't really looked too closely at it and you're right. It's, it's underrated. Um, I, I have a few, I have a few hunches as to why I think it's an underrated show, but I don't want to yeah. talk about that until we get into, into it because I also want to see how season two plays out. But, um, it's definitely worth a watch if you're looking for a new show, especially something to binge watch. Uh, all of season one is on Hulu, so uh, you should go check it out. Yeah, it's a uh, it, it's really good. And you and I have talked about emails, like kind of why it may not be that popular, but it's it's cool. I mean, yeah. um, it definitely puts a whole new spin um, on a uh, on a on a very popular. Tr- is that a spoiler to say what it's about? I mean, it's pretty obvious in the ads, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's pretty obvious. Yeah, so it's it's a vampire show if you don't know, but it's not it's nothing it's not like vampires like you know. Like it's almost a mix of they're almost more zombie like, like and but saying and like the way they feed is like way different, which the poster totally gives that away. Yeah. <laughs> um but uh they have like these long tongues that come out and feed on people and um I won't say anything else cuz I don't want to give anything away, but it's like a, a totally different take yep. on vampires there's no paranormal aspect there's none of that stuff so um right. check it out it's it's definitely 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 worth it so so what's up next all right so next up on the news uh this comes from our friends over at ihorror.com and uh, this isn't this is another one we're going to talk a little bit about but uh we're not going to go full tilt uh the title of the headline of this article is uh Demo Gorgonzola, uh, New York Pizzeria unveils Stranger Things pizza menu. Uh, Stranger Things, if you haven't been paying attention, is getting a lot of attention right now uh, for very good reason, too. Uh, but there is a pizza shop in Brooklyn called Vinny's Pizzeria, and they added a few Stranger Things items to their menu. And it's uh, it's really it's, – they're clever, and it's uh, – you know they're they're taking advantage of the hype, but it but it's pretty cool. So they have like uh, some of the menu items are up fried down vegan chicken wings, telekinesis sauce, eleven chalada. Um, if you're watching the show, you'll get a lot of these references. If you're not, it's probably not even funny. But uh, <laughs> I just I love the fact that uh, that there's a sort of brick and mortar uh, pizza joint kind of taking advantage of. Uh, and being clever and getting notoriety for it. So I thought that was a pretty cool story. Yeah. I mean, it's man, that show, like everyone's watching that. Like it's, if you haven't seen it, like, I mean, go like stop listening to us now and go watch stranger things. I mean, we're going to talk about it. 
uh, on the show at some point. I'm I Jay finished. I'm not done yet. I have two more episodes, um, which I'm hoping to get done this weekend. Um, but uh, it's it's awesome. I mean, it's uh, the the here here's the cool thing is that is that Netflix like they have all the data of what people want to watch. I yeah. mean, because they know exactly what everyone is watching, and they put that data out not too long ago, and they showed that the people who watch horror and Stranger Things is a it's a horror sci-fi kind of mystery, and are 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 the like most loyal and most bingiest watchers. Like <laughs> they are, like, and, and and they they have the numbers to back that up. So, in saying that, like they're probably going to come out with some really cool horror series. Like this is not going to be the only thing they do horror related. Um, no, Cause they and, know, go ahead. And, and, uh, again, I don't want to go too far into this, uh, into the show cause we'll, we'll dedicate an episode to it, but I did see a quick headline today and, and I didn't read the full article, but it, there was something going around saying that there were like 15 networks that passed on stranger things. Wow. Uh, and I, and you know, if that isn't true, if that's true and I have no reason to believe it isn't, um, that would really indicate that the, so many other networks are working on old models and Netflix is using big data in a way that yeah. is going to crush the competition. Yeah. yeah. And, For, what's, yeah. and what's really cool about stranger things is that, um, it's a really good story. Like I think if it, it could be written off as pure nostalgia, but it's way better than that. There's, there's, the nostalgia is the icing on the cake. It's not the reason for watching. Yeah, I was actually going to bring that up. Like, I mean, it's definitely nostalgic. Like, if you if you were in the '80s, like, if, especially if you were like a young kid or a teenager, um, you you should be watching this show. I mean, it's it's like it's such a good throwback. I mean, the music, the intro, like they did a really good job with all the set pieces. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's amazing. Um, you know, so, uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll do a whole, we'll definitely do a whole show on that, but, uh, but yeah, so, so yeah, so, um, you know, people getting the, the cool menu up there, it's pretty, that's pretty neat. So, yes. you know, it's catch it's catching fire. So <laughs> cool. So, um, moving on, I'll take this one. Uh, it looks like the American horror story season six theme was just revealed. There's been a lot about this going around. Um, yeah. There's been, you know, they've put, they've been putting out a bunch of teaser images and, and, and trying to kind of, you know, throw people like they do. Um, but, uh, but I guess TMZ got some images from the set, uh, which reflect a, reflect a recent reveal. The season will partially take place in the past. Most, most telling is a mysterious word carved into the tree on the set as TMZ notes. Um, what is the, I can't pronounce the word. You're Croatoan. way smart. That's what it is. Croatoan. So that's the word. Um, and, uh, but, but the feel is that it's going to have like a 1590s colony vibe to it. So, uh, um, you know, I, I think you're on the same page as me, Jay, where like the last few seasons of that show have just not lived up to what the first couple of seasons did. Um, and I, I'm going to fess up here. I haven't, I didn't watch hotel. Uh, I'm gonna binge watch it at some point, but yeah. I did not watch it live, and that's that's the first season of AHS that I didn't watch live. Yeah, we, me and my wife, we watched the first episode after the premiere, um, and didn't watch another episode. <laughs> like it was, <clears throat> it was, I don't know, it just didn't catch me. It was, it was, 
to me it was just kind of like trying to be really obscene and graphic just for the sake of it and i was just kind of like okay like i'm just not that interested in that um but uh but but yeah so i mean we'll see like you know i I still have faith in the writers of the show um that that they can that they can do something really well that the showrunners can can do well and um you know so so we'll see i mean do you have any idea kind of what you think the the theme is going to be or what it's going to be called? Well, I, I would love if, if that's where they're going, I would love it. I mean, I, I'm a historian. I, mm-hmm. Anytime I can pair up history and horror, like the Vich is, you know, I love the movie because it's that, that horror. I'm, I'm making a joke. They're a terrible one. It was the witch, but you the know witch. that, but this one too, like this is um in, in colonial American history, the lost colony of Roanoke is, it's really a fascinating tragedy. And, and so if they're going to tap into that in sort of a way that's authentic and respectful uh, of the history, I'm all for it. Like, I think that'd be super cool. And uh, I didn't King um, tap into, into this lost colony aspect in one of the, one of his stories. I'm trying to remember which one it was. Mm-hmm. Nothing off the top of my head that I can think of. I mean, he probably did. I mean, but, with but... um, I don't know. I, I'm sure one of the. I'm sure we'll get some YouTube comments if you guys remember what that is. I'm sure we'll look it up after the show. But um, I'm googling it, it right now. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm, I'm now I'm remembering. I think it is in a book. But uh, but if that's in fact storm, where, of, storm of the century, storm of the century. Okay, I think that's I think that's what it is. Okay, so uh, yeah, so if American Horror Story is going to go, I mean they they've always done. Uh, they've always done period pieces sort of in the show, but not, you know, not that far back. Right. Um, they've done, yeah. um, yeah, they've gone back in time, but not quite this far. So, uh, I'll, I'll be really curious to see what they do with it. Yeah. I mean, th- they may be going off like the, you know, the success, the witch had, it could I mean, be. Yeah. they might be looking at that and I mean, they're obviously not going to do another witch story. I don't think. Right. Um, but, uh, but but yeah, like they could could go go that route, you know, and kind of have that mm-hmm. kind of period piece. So um, there's actually a it almost remind me in a way of a uh, a Scott Nicholson book that he kind of had that was kind of had the same vibe with the farm out there and stuff. I don't know, but anyways, um, let's see. I lost my screen. You might have to do the next one because I don't remember. I don't see where my screen went. All right, I think we have one more. One yeah. more news story for you tonight. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I chose this one, and we haven't talked about any of these, really, but uh, this is also from iHorror.com, and the headline is Stephen King's It Remake, uh, Missing Posters Show Pennywise's Victims. Uh, so we know uh, that you know this is, this is in production. Um, we're pretty excited about it, uh, but it appears as though the uh, producers are using missing kid posters uh, from like in like the style of the early eighties uh, who were, you know, last seen, who were presumably victims of Pennywise. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and so, you know, if you go and if you go and check out Google, the story, there's, you know, there's some of the images there. Uh, and this, this film is supposed to, it's about a year away uh, from hitting theaters, but um, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of hype around it right now, obviously. So uh, how do you feel about that? I think it's good. Yeah. I mean, I looked at this and it looked, it, it was pretty cool. Um, I mean, there's, there, there's a ton of hype around this movie and uh, 
You know, I think that people, I mean, this is a very beloved Stephen King book. Um, I mean, people love it and, and, and horror, even fans, like there's a lot of fans of the miniseries too. I mean, um, it, it has a very, very, very cult following, but I think that, I think people have wanted to see like a good adaptation of this movie, um, of, of this on the big screen in a movie. Um, I'm excited for it. I mean, King has a lot of cool stuff going on. I mean, you know, well, I, I'll tell you, like I, here's, here's why I picked this. Like, I, I totally agree with you. I don't, there's something that doesn't sit right with me about creating promo posters out of like a missing kid style mm. promo poster. Like, I, I don't know. I, maybe I'm being overly sensitive, but as a parent, like and then they're not using real kids they're not using real posters but it feels it feels odd to me yeah i mean i could i could see that i mean uh but i for me i don't think it's that big of a deal i i, I don't yeah. i mean it doesn't really strike me i mean it's it strike me that that way um but i mean i i see your facebook i know you get offended a lot easier than i do so <laughs> That probably that probably has something to do with it. So, uh, oh, I'm always getting into Facebook fights with people all uh, the time. Uh, people can't say anything, and I mean, you're just just going ape shit on them, you know. Yep. So, but uh, but 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 no, I no, I, I see, I see, I see. I know where you're coming from. Though. I mean, that it is a touchy subject. Yeah, it's just odd. Like it doesn't it doesn't bother me personally, but like there's a lot of kids that go missing. <laughs> And to use a missing poster as part of like a promo for a movie, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's edgy. I'll give them that. It's definitely edgy. But I, I you know, I haven't heard like a big uproar about it, so I, I I don't think it's a big deal. But it was just something that really caught my eye, and made me made me think twice about it. Like that's well, that's I just think kind of odd. I I just think that it's it's probably a lot of it's because like. I mean, in this day and age, like, I mean, people, it's, it's not like when the Blair Witch came out and they were putting all these fake news stories up and they were missing people and stuff and people actually believe it. Like, I think that people just like, whatever, you know, yeah. like, it's just, yeah. it's just different. So, you know, thanks but, to all uh, horror movies. We're all desensitized now. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. So, Damn but, horror. uh, but, but yeah. So, uh, but as far as it goes, um, I guess the first film, because of course they're going to break it into multiple movies, which I guess you have to. Um, but uh, it should be in theaters. The The date is September 8th, 2017. Sep- September 8th. I think I said December. September 8th, 2017. And uh, it stars Bill Skarsgård from one of uh, Jay's favorite shows, um, Hemlock Grove, yes. uh, as Pennywise. So, yep. we'll, And we'll Skarsgård in he wasn't he in one of the divergent movies recently allegiant maybe or divergent uh, like i i think he's he's definitely he's definitely a uh, uh hot in hollywood right now like he, he's in high demand and and uh, deservedly so i think he's a great actor isn't that the movie series where they're just going to put the last movie straight to dvd because it bombed could be <laughs> i don't know there's yeah, so, there's clear. so many uh, dystopian films that star teenage girls as the antihero that I can't keep yeah. track of them all. Well, yeah, that sounded, that sounded cynical, didn't it? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> no, it's true though. Like, I mean, it's that Hunger Games came out, and then that kind yes. of thing. So, yeah. like, you know, that became a you know a hit. 
thing. Like yep. people are just like, oh, we're going to copy that, you know? Um, <laughs> so anyways, all right. So that is all the stories we have for the week. Um, and uh, you got anything last things to add or the, uh, the only thing I'm going to add is uh, a little bit of a tease for next week's episode. I'm not going to give it all away, but um, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be uh, focused on music. And so if you are a fan of music, especially music that's related to horror, you're going to want to check it out. And if you're not, we probably just lost any chance of you clicking on the <laughs> to even try to get into the show. So awesome. <laughs> no, it'll, it, it'll be awesome. It'll, it's definitely related to, to stuff we talk about here. So our, our, our people will like it. Yeah, they, I think they, they will. Our people. Our people, our people like it. So (laughs) anyways, um, so remember, check out the show notes. Um, if you're not subscribed on iTunes or YouTube, what do you think? And go ahead and do that. Uh, (laughs) shoot us a rating or review, you know, all that stuff helps with getting it, getting us visible, um, on iTunes and, uh, you know, so maybe we can get more sponsors and, and sell out. We, I'm really, I'm really, really trying to get that extend sponsorship for Jay. That's the one he really wants. So we're trying, we're really trying, he needs that really that's like, bad. That's what so. Jason Newstead said about Metallica. They're like, oh, we sell out? Yeah, we sell out every yeah. night, all, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, so anyway, so, but, but yeah, so we will uh, see you guys next week to talk about some rock and roll. All right. See y'all later. later.